Oh, thank God we're back again. Everybody's tuning in. Gonna bring the questions, gonna show you how. Gonna answer all them starting now. Is she original? Yeah. Is she spiritual? Yeah. Is she everything I need? She's gonna rock this pot podcast now, everybody. Yeah. Rock your podcast. Yeah. Everybody. Bertram's back. All right. Coming to you from the M&M Exterior Studio in Nooksville, Virginia, this is Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle, the introvert's extrovert. She talks to people so you don't have to. For now. Welcome back to Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle. I'm Samantha Spittle. I'm the introvert's extrovert, and I'm here again two-time guest, Rebecca Bertram. Bertram's back. All right. (laughs) Rebecca, in case anyone didn't hear the first episode, could you do a quick recap of who you are? Who I am. I am, oh gosh, here we go again. The same problem. Mother, (laughs) wife, Jesus lover. Okay, here's what I do. I teach Teach. high school seniors, but I have taught middle school for 10 years of my career was middle school. So the whole spectrum. I teach. I've taught Spanish. I've taught English. I'm I, currently doing English. Wait, I didn't it's know my you jam. Spanish. You didn't oh, know that? No. Oh, oh yo gosh. puedo hablar español si tú quieres. Oh my gosh, my mind is blown. Right. Oh. So there's all of that, and then I also write. So I write. I have a blog, RebeccaBertram.com. Plug. Boom. Also have a book, Our Broken Hallelujahs. Boom. Read it. Your life will be changed. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Yes. Just enjoy it. Yes. Or cry all the way through it like most people do. Oh, That's the jam. Dang. I also write for the Assemblies of God News Source, agnews.com. And what there's don't something you do? else. What oh, oh, a church. Do? We run a church. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> kind of like it's the like the biggest thing. one. <laughs> the biggest one. We run a church. I'm a pastor, a teacher, uh, a writer, and a mom and, and a wife. Yeah. Don't worry about the order, right? Yeah, that the it's like in alphabetical order. Maybe that should be the tip. <laughs> should, do it in alphabetical that's how order. I should do it in so the there's future. no like, don't judge. I just saw it on the 90210 <laughs> reboot the other day. It was like the star. I like of the how cast. you started with don't judge, and then yeah. said I watched the I watched 90- the 90210 yeah, reboot, um, and I still have the trading cards from the original series oh uh, in a pocket protectors at my mom's house. Um, so yes, gold. and it said Those in gold. <laughs> It said in big letters, in alphabetical order, when the cast came on. And I was like, well, that's not a mistake because, you know, there's some, you know, issues there. So you should do that. Be like, in alphabetical order so that you cannot read into. Why which... I picked what I picked. Yes. It is not a I, – I love my church. I didn't forget it on purpose. I love my I kids. I love it dearly. I love yes. my spouse. I love yes. all of it. I love my kids so much. I got up very early this morning yes. so that I can get this podcast in and get back in time yes. to watch a football scrimmage, not even a real scrimmage. It's like a scrimmage 
in team scrimmage. In team? What? Yes. You didn't tell me it was in I team. Know, but oh I just love no, I think my babies. So oh, you're so good. Well, thank you. You're the one that had to get up super early. So thank but, you. Well, you guys got up early too. So thank you. Well, Let's you just know. say thank you the whole podcast. Yeah, thank you. This is just going to be thank a podcast you, thank of you. thank yous. Yeah. Just kidding. Yes. Thank you for listening, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> All right. So let's jump into what are, so I loved talking to you. Thank you for being, you were yes. the most amazing first guest ever. <laughs> so um, we had to have you back and I think we're going to have you back again and again for and sure. again. I, I love doing it because it gives me a chance to come hang out with you. Yay. Not that that's the only way we can hang out. Yeah, we but can hang it out. it gives me an excuse but... to drive Drive an here. hour and a half and, you know, <laughs> thank you. That's commitment. Like, I know that that's real love. So, um, but be, one of the things you mentioned in your bio is you're a teacher. Yes. And it's back to school time. It is. So I think that today we can break down what teachers wish parents knew, a behind the scenes behind look. Behind the scenes. Because you're very insightful. You're, that's me, definitely yes, insightful, insightful, <laughs> loving, kind, caring. so me, um, and a great teacher because I actually know some of your former students. They so. do like me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why because I really torture them with lots of work, but oh, they nice. like me anyway. Yeah, I love them. Oh, it's not a surprise. So, <laughs> all right. So, I think that we need to hear some behind the scenes stuff from a teacher, and you know, just kind of what we wish we could know or what we wish yes. we could say. But so before we jump into that, though, give us a little, I don't know, just thoughts on this whole being a teacher, kids, un- kids, these <laughs> kids these days, kids these days. I think kids these days are the same as kids have always been. Mm. I just think kids are mm. kids mm-hmm. and they need to be treated like little mini adults in a lot of ways, but given boundaries. I think I love that word boundaries. Boundaries are so healthy. I mean, there's all the research about boundaries, how when a kid's Mm -hmm. provided a boundary, they Mm -hmm. will go all the way up to the edge. But if they have no boundary, they stay further back. It was a playground study. It was pretty phenomenal. And it's true to life. Kids feel safe with the boundaries and they know how far they can go. And it allows them to go all the way as far as they can oh. in safety. It's pretty spectacular. Oh, so you're you're blowing my mind a little because I'm thinking I would have thought you would have said they blew past it. No, they go without the boundaries. Yeah. They stayed close to the center of the playground. Wow! When you took away the fence, yes. but when you put the fence way out, they would explore the whole oh. area all the way up to the fence, and they would they use like the whole region. Oh. Okay. It's, I'm just having It's some... an interesting, it's an interesting No, study. I like it. I'm having this, I need to like, I need to get my head back in the game because I'm already <laughs> like, am I, do I have too tight of boundaries? I'm like already thinking like, okay. <laughs> boundaries with choices. Yeah. I always try to give choices. Ooh, that's good. Okay. So, so they have some freedom within yes. the boundaries, of course. I like that. Yeah. So kids so, are still the same as they were before. I believe they are. I think they face greater challenges mm-hmm. and we need to be more empathetic to that mm-hmm. and support them with healthy boundaries to help them navigate yeah. all of those things with technology, friendship, isolation. Yes. It's like a really weird, weird uh-huh. world. Now, one of the biggest changes I've seen is uh-huh. a huge increase in students struggling with mental health issues, just mm. big time struggling with mental health issues. And I would assume social media plays into all yes, that. That's kind yes. of the thread, I, right? If you haven't seen it yet, watch Simon Sinek's The Problem with Millennials. Now I get our kids coming up oh. through school now are not millennials. Mm-hmm. 
However, the problem still the same thing. He talks about the technology with endorphins and oh. the addiction. Like he compares it to opening an alcohol cabinet and being here, have some yeah. alcohol to soothe yes. your struggles. Yes. Instead, it's, like it's technology. Have some technology. And wow. kids are literally addicted. I've yeah. taken, like, put your cell phone away, and the kids start to have withdrawal symptoms yeah. over their cell phones. Do so you take that away that. in the classroom? Because I know that kids bring their cell phones now. Take it away. You're not I'm allowed? allowed to touch. No touchy. I can oh. say, please put that. I always say, out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. Out of sight, out of mind. Are you allowed to do the whole thing? I've seen the idea on like Pinterest and stuff with the shoe holder behind the door and say, Oh, I wish. Oh, you can't even <laughs> provide a plate. And they choose No, because to? if I were to do that and someone were to take someone else's phone, I would be liable. If there's oh. just. Wow. It's a minefield in education. Kids are wonderful. <sighs> education is a whole nother story in many ways. But yeah. I love my job. I love yes. I love teaching. Yeah. I don't love some yeah. of the exterior. I would say that we we could direct Google blogs where teachers talk yeah, about do all that. that. And then you can <laughs> do find that. Out. I want to stay positive. Yeah, yeah. We'll keep you positive, <laughs> but we'll also say like if you want to Google the real world of that. That's, um, that's my big goal this year is just yeah, stay positive, positive all year. Yeah. When others are complaining around me, I'm gonna just like keep my lips sealed and not say the negative things that they're yeah. saying. That's my goal. Even yeah. if I agree, I'm just gonna like Hold it in. Yeah, not give in. more life to it. So yeah. unless you can solve the problem, right? Yeah, that's but that's tough. But I have, I yeah. So that's my goal, and I have some ways for parents oh. to have make sure their kids have positive years. Okay, good. That's, that's what I want my, to talk about because you're that's saying my all the three stuff. steps to success. Perfect. That's what I want to talk about because as you were talking, I was like, solve all the problems. I'm listening to it. I'm like, <laughs> okay, tell us everything. How can we make the world a better place? <laughs> so. Let's go through those steps. Let's do it. So I'll just give you the quick overview and then we can talk about each one. It's work hard, listen well, be nice. My husband has sort of thrown in, don't be an idiot. I like it. Don't Mm -hmm. be an idiot. That's like rule number four for success. And it's kind of true. Okay. So they are number one. Work hard. Work hard. Number two. Listen well. Listen well. <laughs> Number three. Be nice. Be nice and be don't nice. be an idiot. And don't be an idiot. I mean, Perfect. do we even need to explain don't be an idiot? I think we can just leave that one. Yes. Right? But no, it started out when my kids were really young and I'd be like, what do I want them to do yeah. for success? Mm-hmm. How will I have said my kid was a success at mm-hmm. school today? My own children. Yeah. And I was thinking like from a teacher perspective, well, what's what do I need from my students? Mm -hmm. And I need them to work hard and listen well. Those were like the starting point. Mm -hmm. Work hard, listen well. And then we added in be nice, Mm -hmm. right? So anyway, the work hard, it's so simple, Mm -hmm. but so missed. (laughs) But is it really? Because one thing that happens is we uh, love to praise our children, and please praise your children. Do it. Praise them. They need it. Yes. Give them those words of affirmation. But we tend to praise our children for doing nothing. We what praise does that them. look like? What would you what would be an example of that? Well, I mean, just saying things like always telling them like, You're so smart. You're a smart kid. You're smart. You're smart. You're, You're smart. You're, You're the, best. the best. And that's great. Throw in the occasional you're smart. Yeah. But instead praise them for 
wow, I really like the way that you stuck with that Mm -hmm. until you solved it. Mm -hmm. I like the way you worked at that puzzle until you could finish it. Instead of, you're so smart, you did that whole puzzle in five minutes. Mm -hmm. Wow, I like that you stuck at it for five whole minutes to get that puzzle done. Way the to work mindset, through that, right? Yes, it's the growth look at mindset. you with the terms. Uh, yes, that is exactly it, that's growth good. mindset. Because that's what they're teaching more of in the schools. They and are. my therapist friends who I've mentioned before, a lot of my friends are in the counseling <laughs> and so I get their advice and that's what we've talked a lot about. They're is drawn being, to you. Yes, or I'm drawn to them. It's, it's, it's like a magnetic thing. Um, but it's the growth mindset because I remember reading somewhere that boys and girls, like one theory or who knows, you know, with, but it's like... The, the whole, some are better at, they, it was a math and science. It used to be that they mm-hmm. used to say boys are better at that. And then I feel like I read a study or let's be honest, I read a title of an article <laughs> of a study. And maybe you skim read. I skim read. Bullet I, points. I, I bullet pointed it. And it was um, that boys are often praised for their hard work early on where girls are praised for their innate, you know, you're smart. And so when things start to get harder, which is normally, I don't know, the age where boys become, quote, better at certain things. Mm -hmm. It's that it just becomes harder and it takes more work. They were willing to push through Mm because they were told from the beginning, oh, you work hard, you push through this, you do this. And um, girls, it was like, oh, this is hard. I must not be good at it. And then they stop. Yeah. And so I don't know, whenever I read that title, skimmed the article, whatever, um, (laughs) that's kind of been in the back of my head that like, oh, crap, I don't want that to happen to my kids, especially Riley, because I think I could, you know, I'm sure that was part of my narrative too, you know, internally, just subconsciously. So anyway. Yeah. So practical application for the parents is just praise them for their hard work. Yes. And also don't let them quit. Like, oh yeah. Hey, do the dishes. And they do half the dishes or they do all the dishes, but the pans and you just accept it or clean the room. Hey, <laughs> this needs to be finished. Yeah. I know it's hard. I know there are other things you want to do, mm-hmm. but the job isn't done. Oh. You need to stick with it. I need to write that down. I'm, I'm just going to write that, that down real and quick. It's a pain for parents because it's that follow through. Yes. Oh, it's so oh. tiring. It's very draining. Why does this parenting thing always fall on me? <laughs> Why do I have to be? And Jeremy too. Why do we have to be the ones that do all the work? (laughs) I wasn't implying that. I meant why can't the kids? Jeremy's in the room, guys. So (laughs) he's he's hearing this. Um, why do we have to be the ones who do all the parenting? Why can't the kids do some of it? That's right. (laughs) Pull your weight. Come on, guys. But yes, that's convicting because of the room. I feel like the room will get half. And I'm not really half clean. And we say good enough. Yes. But we need to say. It's gotta finish. I like how you got that part organized. Let's keep going. Let's move on. Because we don't have to belittle kids in our correction. It doesn't have to be, why didn't you finish? What's the matter with you? Oh. <laughs> right? It can just yes. be, hey, you did a great job over here. Let's keep going. Yeah. Oh, you're I You're not like done that. yet. Yes. You're not done yet. Oh, you're not done yet. Keep going. Keep Woo-hoo. going. The and finish cheer line for them is the whole way. Yeah, yes. You're almost there. <laughs> oh, that's Cheer good. for them. Grumpily under your breath. No, yeah. just kidding. And then text a friend. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. These stinking kids. <laughs> no, I love that. Kids are fun. So work hard, work hard. Work hard. What about, what do you think about try your best? I feel like I always throw out the try your best, but. I think that works. Try yeah. your best. Yeah. 
It's the same concept. It's the same thing. Give everything you have, everything your hand finds to do, do it with all your might, right? Oh, Oh, my goodness. Look at that. The Bible with wisdom. Who knew? Weird. Who knew? (laughs) So work hard. Get to work, 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 work. Yes. And then the next point, you have to listen well. It doesn't matter how hard you work if you're not doing the right stuff. Yes. I can't tell you. It's like a big joke. I will tell students, I'll explain something 15 times. Mm -hmm. And I'll say to the kids, and I know you're going, Mrs. Bertram, are you really going to say that again? But yes, class, I am going to say it again because all of you listen right now. This is the fifth time I've said it. We will stop. I will say go. And 30 seconds later, someone will raise their hand and say, what are we doing? What are we supposed to do? And it'll be the exact thing I repeated. Yes. A million times. Yes. Right? Because they're not listening yes. well. I like the well. It's kind of the difference between hearing and listening mm-hmm. and, you know, like, I, and that have, I'm guilty of that where I hear the words. And, and by the way, let's just take a side note. I know that Jeremy is biting his lips so hard because as soon as you said, listen well, he wanted to go, what? <laughs> I just need to address that there's that joke just is like eating what? away at him. What? Yeah. So he's gesturing what? like, what? What? So yeah, we just need to address. I, yeah. I was sitting I'm like, I'm, don't interrupt Samantha. I'm telling myself, don't interrupt her. Don't interrupt her. But I was like, I know Jeremy so badly wants to say, what? <laughs> what? Huh? And that's what the students say in my class yes. all the time. What? what? Huh? Oh, I didn't know. No. Oh. I didn't know. Oh. oh, you didn't know the thing I said 20 times? So a piece of advice I got, um, not advice, I don't know, someone said it once. It's not that groundbreaking, but it was like, if a speaker says something twice, write it down. Yes. And so often when I'm listening to a speaker, we they'll repeat say- repeat what's important. Yes. And they'll say it. And then I love when they, they'll they, they or say Or we something. repeat ourselves to fill time. Yes. We also do that too. I can't remember my next point. Just so, review that I'm other just one. just going to just say that again. <laughs> I do that all the time. I back it up and then that gives me time to go forward. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when they say, I'm repeating this, so you should write this down. I'm always like, I already did because I heard it twice. Like in my head, I'm feeling very accomplished. You're, you so. feel like you need the little gold star. Oh my gosh. Yes. Gold star I for sure. My gold star. Stars. I worked hard. I listened. I, I wrote it down. This. I need you to know. I need you to know, speaker. Raise my hand in a group of three hundred. I wrote it down. No, I would never do that. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. I but wrote I, that down. But I would tell the person next to me, and I'd point and say, I "Already got it." No. <laughs> okay. So listen well. Let's listen talk well. More. So yeah, what that looks like? Yeah. Listening well like? is to actively listen. Think about what's being said ask, do I understand that? Do I not understand that? Mm. Process what you're hearing. Also, continue to listen even if you're bored. Wait, what? What? (laughs) What? The tip for parents on that one is to have conversation at the dinner table. Oh, okay. In which you listen to your children, Uh respond to what they're saying, then expect them to do the same where you talk about your day and your life. So not everything revolves around their exact interest, but teaching them to engage and interact with content that maybe isn't specifically their greatest interest level. That is pretty... I don't know if I've read that tip before. I'd say that's pretty dang good. And then they learn how to do that and they become interested because they're interacting with it. 
and they have more fun. I find the kids who listen in class have way more fun than the kids who are busy trying to be too cool for school. Yes, for sure. They really get into it. I really, I've never read that tip. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a big, as you can tell, I read titles mostly. <laughs> um, so I haven't seen that title out there before. Um, but I really like that because you see all the time the tip of have dinner as a family, mm-hmm. talk with your family. But I think it's easy for us, and I mean, our kids are younger, but it's easy to ask them about their day and tell me about this and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And, you know, then you kind of do that and it's like, oh, that's over, you know? And sometimes <laughs> it can be like pulling teeth. and. But you can talk about, yeah, like what's going on in your world. Exactly. And they can be part of that, like a conversation you would normally have with Jeremy. Yeah. You can have that at the dinner table and expect the kids to like throw yes. out a question for them about what you've just been talking about what do you think about that that's great what would you have done in that situation Mm. man that's good and they'll say oh i wasn't listening yeah you can say oh that's let me repeat it then yeah we were just hanging out with (laughs) friends last night and some of the teenagers were wanting to hang out with us and there's that part of you know me us anything where you're kind of like oh Kids are here, so we kind of have to, you know, oh, but then I'm thinking <laughs> the fact that they want to be around us, that's also kind of cool. Participate so, in your conversation. Yeah. They want to be treated yeah. like adults. Yeah. So it's kind of finding that engagement. That's mm-hmm. good. I didn't think about that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Because if you're working hard, but you're working hard without following the directions, you're still going to get it wrong and it'll be yes. very sad because you've put a lot of effort and energy in it. Yes. But you don't get graded just for your effort. effort. Yes. Yes. I, I knew that in gym class. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I didn't. <laughs> I used to A for effort. <laughs> I would always get so upset. <laughs> I'm trying my best. See, that for me, it was gym Try, class. Trying my best. Trying my best. Mm. All right. And the third thing. Is to be nice. Be nice. Be nice. This is the actual secret. Yeah. This is the secret. So what teachers won't tell you. <gasps> dun, ready? Dun, dun. I'm telling you what the teachers won't tell you. I feel you. like we need that. Ready? This is... Drum roll, please. I'm giving you student A, student B. Student A and B both have an 89.4 at the end of the quarter. Okay. And as the teacher, you're going, oh, am I really going to give them the B instead of the A? Yeah. And I'm telling you, if the kid has been a sweetheart all quarter and they've been nice to their peers and they've worked hard and they've listened well and they have an 89.4, I'm going to make sure that they get up to the 90, right? I'm going to look back and say, is there something I can do to make sure that they can earn that little smidgen of a point? If the kid has an 89.4... And they've kind of blown me off all year. They've been rude to their classmates. Mm -hmm. They've not been particularly hardworking, all those things. Mm -hmm. But generally, it's the nice. I mean, it's the nice. That's the really big thing. And they have the 89.4. I'm just kind of like, oh, sorry you have an 89.4. Yeah. Oh. Right? And then the other one, working with upperclassmen, Lots of kids need letters of recommendation. Mm-hmm. If you work hard and you listen well, but you're a jerk, mm-hmm. do I want to give up 20, 30 minutes, mm-hmm. maybe more, to write you a letter of recommendation? Mm-hmm. No, I do not. Yeah. I'm sorry. 
like it's just not going to yeah. happen. Or there's a I have students who aren't particularly strong students, mm-hmm. but they're really nice and they really do give their best. Yeah. They work hard, they're listening. Yeah. And they may just be a C student. I yeah. still write them. Yeah. Glowing letters of recommendation yeah. because sometimes they're trying their best. Not everyone. Yes. Yeah, we're all well, and levels. sometimes you succeed in areas that are non-academic mm-hmm. because of those other skills. Yes. And there's more to life than just academic. Yes. And I'm going to give that kid every recommendation they possibly need to try to open doors for mm-hmm. them. So the be nice is a big one. Mm. It does have an impact. I um do you get to know your students? I don't know how like do do you have time I to do. get to know them? Well, it's getting harder because my class sizes are getting bigger. Yeah. But I'm an English teacher, so they write oh, their little hearts out to yes. me and I love it. And I love them because they're yeah. amazing people. Like the end of the yeah. year crushes me every year because oh. I teach seniors and they leave and oh. it's so hard. I have this one blog post from the end of the year to all the students I've loved before. Yes. That was the title of the post, Aww. to all the students I've loved before. And it was just, I was having a moment yeah. because my babies were graduating again. And I was thinking about how emotionally upset I was yeah. about them all leaving. Very proud of them. Good job. Yeah. Because they go to college and like, I'll get an email or they might pop in later, but they're grown and yeah. I was just this little tiny part of their lives, but I fell in love with them and they're leaving me. And it's a breakup with 150 kids every year. I break up with 150 kids and then I have to win them over again Again. in the fall. And I'm look at it and I say, do I have the energy to do it again? The emotional energy to love 150 new kids. I actually have like a weird feeling inside right now talking about it because I'm like, oh, God, that's Uh right. I have to make 150 kids fall in love with me again. Putting yourself out there. I'm going to fall in love with them again. Mm. And then they're going to leave me. You want to go through this heartbreak (laughs) again. Oh, it's hard. It's hard because the kids are every kid. I mean, there's something they all have that's the same in mm-hmm. a way. There's this common experience, common human yeah. experience. Yeah. But every kid has this own I have loved every student. Mm. And I it people be like, "Do you have any kids you just hate?" And no, like no. yeah. You can't. You just can't once you, because yeah. you know them. And when you take the time to know someone, it's impossible. Oh, I just it's had that conversation to not someone. like them. I just said to my my friend and I were talking the other day about um, that if you spend enough time around someone, mm-hmm. you know, even if they, even if you at first, you know, they annoy you or whatever, but when you figure out like what makes them them, why do they do what they do, you just yeah, you understand people so much better. So, so I get the benefit that yeah. kids write. Yes, and when they write, they're so much more open. So I do get that benefit of getting to know them yeah, fast. So I asked that because as you were talking about the being nice stuff, which I think is super important, I feel like from the beginning, I remember when my daughter went to kindergarten or something, we had the form like, what do you want your kid to get out of the year? And I think I wrote, you know, to work hard and be nice. Like that was my thing. Was that. Two of the three. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, Because I just for kindness, same thing. Like that's just, you know. I'm big on kindness. Big um, on kindness. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the kindness. And so um, I was thinking, though, when you were talking about 
the kids who, you know, it's kind of like hurting people hurt people type of thing. And it's not always easy for people to be, you know, and so I kind of was going in my head down like, oh, I'm, I love be nice. I would say that's my favorite one. And then, then I have a heart for the kids that are hurting. And so I think that bringing up the fact that you know the kids and you get to know them. So it's kind of like you can decipher who's hurting and who's just being an idiot. Right. Like that. (laughs) And even the ones who are just being an idiot. Yeah. Sometimes they've just had a bad day too. Yeah. Or. And showing them grace and things like mm-hmm. that. but Which God knows I need grace. So I've gotten pretty good at showing grace because I Me need too. it so often. Me too. The older I get, the more I'm appreciative of grace. Yes. Because I've the old, longer I live, the more mistakes I make, right? Yeah. The longer I live, the more I realize <laughs> I'm not as great as I thought I was. So Man. true. <laughs> so true. Oh, um, sad for me. Yes. I used to think I was amazing. You are amazing. <laughs> you are amazing. But I also hear you. <laughs> yes. It's, I'm more and more realizing where my strengths come from. Yeah. Instead of being such an ego-driven idiot. <laughs> That's so funny. All right. What does your husband say? What's an idiot? What what is it's easy to define. It's hard but to I don't know that he really defines it. It's just, it's just don't like be dumb. just don't be That's dumb. Say, just don't, like, don't do stupid dumb. stuff. Just I know. Don't be an idiot. Yeah. Don't randomly pick up rocks and throw them. Right? I mean you see yeah. little kids do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I do. Or I see that don't a lot. join in with other kids being idiots, picking oh, on people yeah. or I don't know. Yeah, giving make good choices. Yeah, make giving the kids trusting they know what being an idiot is. Maybe that's what that's that's the realization. Everyone knows. You don't have to define it. Don't be an idiot. Don't be an idiot. I did forget to give my practical application for how the parent can help teach their children to be nice. Thank you. Let's go back to the practical application from home. You are the model Mm -hmm. of what it looks like to be nice. How you speak to others Mm -hmm. in front of your children. Yes. The waitress, the cashier, your boss. And how you talk about others when others aren't around. Yes. Do you like. Mm -hmm. So important. Yes. Modeling for them. What does it look like to be nice? And that includes how you speak to Mm -hmm. them. Because I think sometimes people speak to children Mm -hmm. more disrespectfully than they would ever speak to their friend. Yes. Right? Yes. Or if someone talked to us like that, we would not stand for that. Yes, that's why yes. I'm a non non yeller because I completely shut down and go into a little like mm-hmm. broken little shell if someone yells at me. Yes. <laughs> it just wrecks me. Yes. And so because of that, yeah. I'm a non yeller. Yes. So I do dumb stuff in my classroom like I come up with phrases and it's like call and response. Oh. I let the kids pick, and I oh. think they pick things just to see what stupid things I will say. Like what? Tell, what is this call and response? <laughs> so the seniors are coming up with these, right? Okay. Um, one year it was um, – oh, my goodness. Wait a minute, Mr. Postman. And they'd say, hey. <laughs> and then you would have to say something? How does I it would work? say, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. And they would say, hey. <laughs> 
And I would say they came up with it. It's from some viral video. Oh, is that like to get their attention or yes. something? Oh, okay. Instead of me yelling yes. at them. So because I have them do a lot of class discussion oh. and I need to get your attention back, but I don't want to be, be quiet. Yeah. And so instead oh, I'll say. That's so creative and fun. In Spanish, I would just say silencio, por favor. And they would say silencio. Right. Oh, that was yeah. like the easy one. But then with English class and with seniors, yes. they had to pick. I had to say, yeah, and they would say, yeet, <laughs> which I read your thing yes, about. Yes, you yeet. know about yeet. Um, do I, though? I do. It took us hours and we still don't have a clear understanding right. of it. I had to say drop top and they'd say raindrop. What? So so I think do you they look this stuff up on Urban Dictionary before you agree to it. <laughs> what dumb things they can make old white People? Mrs. Bertram say because yes. it's fun for them to yes. laugh at me and yeah. that's okay. I'm okay with that. They can laugh at me a little bit. Yeah, I don't mind and being laughed at because I feel like the laughing with at, at that essential that at the end of the day it's laughing with. So I'm yes. okay with that. Yes, I've totally embraced my yeah. dorkiness. Yeah. And my goofiness, yes, like, I just own it. Um, I'm like, I don't have to try to be cool for you guys. Yeah, it I, would, it wouldn't work anyway. So I, I'm just gonna be me, yes. and you guys can fall in love with me. It'll take a while because I start out really like, here's the rules, you've got to yeah. follow. You got to have the boundaries, right? Yes. And I'm, I'm good at it. Those kids, they do not like my no late work policy. <gasps> Ooh, Ooh, I am the devil. Oh, they do not dang. like me for the first like. Three weeks, I'd say. They're pretty sure that I'm the worst teacher who ever existed. And that's good for parents to hear, too. Mm -hmm. That Because I would think by instinct, you would hear your kid complain about the worst teacher ever, and you'd Mm -hmm. say, well, she sucks, and I hate her. Um, Right, the worst. But then you're like, know that they might come around. Because we might know as parents, oh, they don't like them. But that's just because they're hard on them. Right. So I think I would I would think that. I would know that like they're not horrible. They just – the kids think that. But it's the reminder that the kids' minds can change. Right. They like me day one when I'm giving the rules. Yeah. When you're enforcing them. It's when I enforce them. It's the first time they tried mm-hmm. to turn that paper in at 12.01 when it was due at 11.59. And there's a timestamp. Oh, oh, Mrs. Bertram. I know. What? Ooh. I know. And I – sorry. Oh, that's sorry. rough. But that's life I'm lessons sorry. right there, though. That's deadline. I say. I say to them, if the money is in my bank account yeah. and my credit card payment is due, and I don't turn mm. it in till twelve oh one, the day after it was due, yes. I still get charged a what thirty dollar fine or something. 35. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I know from experience. Uh, it's it still happens, right? Yeah. But I only do the no late work for formative assessments yeah not mastery assessments oh. i'm teacher speak now oh golly you're losing me you're losing, losing me. you formative assessments are just things we do to practice okay. mastery assessments show that they have really learned it okay so cool. they have lots of formative and then the mastery is like this is the test only in my class this is the finished product the yeah. finished paper the formative assignments only count for 5% of their average. I'm sorry, you got a zero and there are like 25 formative assessments. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you're going to be okay. Got it. But they they don't feel like it's going to be okay. Yeah. But that's good for them to feel <laughs> that uncomfortable. I mean, yes. that's the kind of thing Thank we don't you. ever want to feel yes. uncomfortable, but we and need to. parents, please yes. let your kids feel uncomfortable. Mm. It's okay. 
Yes. We want to shield them from everything. And then the first time yes. something hard comes in their real lives, they don't know how to handle yeah. it because they've been sheltered from all discomfort. Yes. Or they think they're being abused when they experience discomfort. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you're not. It's it's okay. I just gave um You will survive, child. Yes. Life exactly. is hard. Life is hard. And you can do it. And it's true in all areas of life, that feeling uncomfortable because I was just um talking with a bunch of entrepreneurs and leaders about if you're gonna be a leader or an entrepreneur, you have to get used to the feeling of being uncomfortable. Yes. But so much of us don't like that, myself no. included. And it's like you have to – it's a must, It's the muscle memory. You have to keep pushing through like, hmm, I'm feeling uncomfortable because our instinct – it's like fear. Our instinct is to stop. Right. But that doesn't always mean it's true. Yes. So you have to get used to that feeling of this is uncomfortable, but I have to push through. And it applies to so much. Yes. It applies to so much, not just learning mm-hmm. academically, but emotionally even. Mm-hmm. I used to never share my feelings because it was uncomfortable. I didn't like it. Yes. And then I realized that was a very poor decision. You need to share your yes. feelings and so that you can work through them. Yeah. Relation, leaning Make in Make friends it gets with hard. some therapists yes. or those who go to therapy. Yes. See? Yes. Or go yourself. Yes. Go yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or my th- I go, I go, I go. I go to therapy. Yeah. That's why you like me. I do love you because (laughs) I I found, like I said, it's either therapists or people who go to therapy and then I get therapy through them as well. And maybe adding it formally myself, you know, I'm a big believer in that. So, so I do want to, I feel badly because I did say that I've never had a student I didn't like, and I feel like I'm lying a little. So I liked him. There's one student who maybe when the school year ended and I saw him in Panera, that I hid like just not like not like crouching in the corner hiding but I might have just kind of gone behind a post because I saw that he was in the front of the line and he was almost done and I could just kind of wait a second because I just didn't have the energy for him in that moment wonderful child deep down yeah but made my life really hard for an entire school year you just weren't there you weren't ready to. so I wasn't ready so just one, though. I'd say that's pretty good. 15 yeah, years. I think that's just good. Just one. And I can just say- Just one time of hiding at Panera. <laughs> you are, I could say for a fact that you are not the only person who's ever hot, hid from someone. Um, oh, gosh. I just couldn't right then. Yes. It was too just, fresh. It's just in your profession. It, it, I feel like it sounds more um, like- tender you know like right. because of your profession but please how listeners how many of you had hid, have hid from someone which was a new concept to me when I was younger because I loved running into people, yes, people I know I love people yeah extroverts but now that I'm older and tired and I definitely have been now I'm the person who's like eh, I am sometimes I mean don't get me wrong I, I normally love running into people but something that 15 years ago when someone said that to me, I was like, could not even relate to it at all. Why would you ever not want to have a conversation with someone and let them listen to all the great things that you have to say? But now, yes, 15 years later of life experience and age and and being tired, I'm like, oh, I get it now. I get it. Without all the emotional baggage of someone, you know, really hitting your buttons every day. (laughs) So, yeah, Mm. I think... uh, handing in your cool card helps maybe working with kids because then you can just, just be let on it go. Level. Just, I'm not cool and it's yeah. okay. I gave up my cool card 
when not only when we ha- got a minivan, but when I professed my love for having a minivan. <laughs> like we are hardcore minivan lovers. Two. We have two right now. Two minivans. Because yeah, we, we, we got something. it. We need the one wasn't in great shape, so we needed a more reliable one. But husband is driving the other one as long as possible. And so we rock two minivans. We're we're proud. Um I I actually Part of the podcast was born. I don't know if I've mentioned this yet. Part of the podcast was born because I had this idea that I wanted, and I still have it, by the way. So hashtag Toyota, hashtag Honda, hashtag Dodge, or I don't know, does Dodge even exist anymore? Um, yes, it I, does. I have a Dodge oh, minivan. Perfect. Caravan. Oh, perfect. Right? Caravan? I we have a I have a Dodge country. something. Chrysler. Chrysler Dodge. <laughs> They're connected. Anyway, um, I have have this idea. I won't even say had. I have this idea that I want a minivan company to sponsor me and I get yes. a new minivan and I get to drive around and do a web series and interviewing people. That is good. So I told that to someone and they're like, well, you need to create content. And this was like a I don't know, eight months ago, and I'm like, oh, that's too overwhelming, content. And so now I'm like, <laughs> Just oh, gosh, give a me a minivan. That's yes. the point. Just, I just give want me a minivan. <laughs> I want a new minivan. And that's also why I posted the video of me dancing from the Live with Kelly on the Facebook page because my dance moves, I appreciate all the love you guys about my sweet dance moves, but I know they're really not – they're a little spastic The way and you crazy. did them with confidence, though, made yes. them awesome. Because I gave up the cool card. I was like, I am not – I know I'm yes. not – let the like, cool card go. Just, just embrace it. Just uninhibited. The, uh, That's yes. the word I sent you, right? Yes, I was like, you. I loved your uninhibited you know, dance moves. When it's, they told me, they told me the audience cheered. So I gave, I wanted the audience to have a good time <laughs> and laugh with me or even right. at me. Like or if they at laughed you. at me, I was like, That's fine because I'm in on it. And I'm so, wishing there was video right now because I loved the move. Oh, like, yeah. Describe oh, that oh, verbally. Oh, um, the, I don't know. I, I don't feel like I've seen it. It's the like where you're like, to the side, yeah. shuffling them back and forth. I'm sorry, listeners. This is no bueno. Yeah. Oh, a little bit of like a Bollywood dance. Yes, a, a little, little Bollywood. Yeah. All I know is that um, – so my daughter did, and did dance. You, did and... you take off? Oh, oh, I ripped the yeah. shirt open. I think that's what lost it for that me. That was the – I think that's what actually lost it. I was like, look it. at her go. I, in my head – so I have to admit, so when Gelman said, you know, you two are the final two, in my head I was like, it's done. I, I've got it. Like, I won. <laughs> it's so it's me. so me. And I was wearing a shirt with a denim long sleeve shirt over it with mm-hmm. snaps. That is important to clarify. She didn't ha- just yes, take her shirt yes. off. There was a shirt still on. But in my head, I was like, oh, I know. The grand finale. I am going to rip this bad boy. <laughs> like, boom. And I love the way your mind works. Yes. Oh, it was. And I love. Oh, I should also note that one day my daughter was dancing and she was doing a move similar. And I was like, what are you doing? And she was like, I'm, I'm doing it for dance. you, mom. Yeah, exactly. I learned I it from it. watching you. You remember it. those commercials? I just quoted it last night to the kids at the teenagers at this party we were at mm-hmm. and i could tell they didn't know what i was saying and i was like i learned it from watching you dad i learned <laughs> it from you but yeah so my d- sweet sweet dance moves i knew i was like oh my gosh grand finale i'm doing this and then um i ended up losing which was fine and it was totally was it, me- it was because okay this is where <laughs> i was like i an hour an hour afterwards i was like you know what god knows what he's doing and that I lost for two different reasons, maybe maybe more than two. I don't know. <laughs> the first reason is I got back to my seat and I could not breathe for the next hour. I'm, I kid you not. I coughed the whole time because I couldn't catch my breath. And as a kid, I had exercise-induced asthma and I don't think it's gone away. And that was the most physical activity I had done in a long time. <laughs> Fitness buff. Oh my gosh. Yes. My, my athletic body. Um, and so I literally could – was 
it took so long to catch my breath that the lady next to me was like getting annoyed because I was coughing the whole time. And we're on a live TV show, so I'm like, I'm covering my mouth right now with my next shirt. Next to you's going, like, can you please just breathe? Yes. Just breathe. And I couldn't. So had I been the live dancer, I, I don't know what would have happened because I honestly, my chest was caving in. Trauma for everyone involved. Yeah. Yeah. That may have been my last <laughs> moment film. That would be a way to go out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What going a way on to top. Go. Going way out on to top. Go. So that, that alone was like, I don't know if I could have handled it. Then when we were walking out, people were like, oh my gosh, you should have went in. So of course my little tender heart was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I know. I know. I thank know. you. Thank so I was you. like, had I won, I wouldn't have gotten all that like extra love. True. Then two hours later, we were, I don't know, it doesn't matter because in where things film, but we were totally different place. And a woman runs up to me and she goes, Red shoe girl, red shoe girl. <laughs> and because at the time I was wearing my little red slip-on shoes that oh, I still wear nice. a lot these days. Yes. Um, but I had changed into my black keds or whatever for, you know, walking around the city. That's right. She's like, red shoe girl, you were the dancer this morning. You should have won. And she like called over to her friend. She's like, over here, red shoe girl. <laughs> and then she's like, I got to text the people next to us because they made friends with the people next to them. And so she's like, I got to text them that I ran into red shoe girl. So I was like, oh my god, So gosh, much love. So much love. I was like, had I just won, it just would have been one and done over. But now I like get this whole, I'm red shoe girl. And when I started the podcast, I almost was like, should I call it red shoe girl because that's like such a big moment <laughs> in my life so one of the best yeah so even though i didn't wedding win, day giving birth to kids yeah getting yeah red shoe yeah red, red shoe, shoe girl, girl doing her dance yeah that's like top top for sure yeah so that was but yes my moves guys i know they're not great like in my head i always said i never want to be filmed dancing because in my head i'm like you know britney spears circa 2001 like my moves are so sweet and um if i get a video and proof of it it'll be like elaine from seinfeld and i just want to stay in britney 2001 you know what i mean i just want to stay in that place where my sweet sweet dance moves are it so reminds good. me of singing in the shower yes versus singing where people can actually hear you yes I sound really good in the show. Me too. And in the car? Nowhere else. Yeah. Oh, no. If, if you do it in the car with the radio on. Very loud. Ooh, yes. I had a friend in college who had a beautiful voice. And I would always say to her, just sing louder. And she didn't understand why I wanted her to sing loudly. And it was so that no one could hear me. And mm. I could sing my little heart out. Yes. If she sang loud enough that yes. we could listen to her beautiful voice and mm. I could have fun yes. singing loudly. Because it's always better when you sing loudly. Yes. Yes. And no one would have to be tortured by how terrible, terrible. Yes. I sound. I, I hear that. I feel like I can only sing good. Like the, my singing gets better the louder and more sarcastic yes. it is. But oh, I've, I've, I think yeah, we've talked we about this. We said that this. before and I was like, that doesn't work well when you're like in church. But I love when people behind <laughs> me sing really well. Yeah, I was at a church once and it was like gospel singers, but they were behind me versus up on the stage. Mm -hmm. And they were just <laughs> and I just I got to like kind of do it too and I'm like oh my I'm amazing I really remember sitting there thinking like I am amazing like I sound so good and then I realized oh wait it's the people behind me they sound so good the surround sound yeah but I got yeah. to get into it and mm -hmm. like just really feel like I was Mariah carrying it you know with my my one hand on my ear it is my hand. greatest wish that I were that to be a good singer, singer. me too if I, I could snap yeah. my fingers and do one I would thing love it. That I mean, world it. peace and yeah. poverty, all that. No, my greatest nah. wish is for me to be a good singer. I just oh, want I'm a to terrible be a human being. Screw everything else. I mean, I all the other stuff, good. that's better. 
I wish for that more. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> I just want to sing. So I feel like we need to do a wrap-up. Yes, so thank you. Let's you wrap have a up. closing something, but I don't have a clever wrap-up. Well, okay, so I have clever wrap-ups. Work wrap hard, ups. listen well, be nice. That's, the end. Your that, kids are better people and they will succeed. Their yes. grades will go up. And I think ha encouraging them to have a relationship with their teacher, an appropriate relationship. Yes. Oh, good God, please. Um, so I read a quote, I think I've already mentioned this before, about like, you know your high school experience by how close you were with your English teacher. And I right? love my English, English teachers. teachers rock. <laughs> I always like had good really, you know, always loved them. And 40% of people I heard it on the radio when I was at the dentist, 40% of people say their favorite teacher was their English teacher. Yes. And why do you think that is? Because English teachers, because of what I said at exactly. the beginning about kids, I know my students know because they write to me. But also the study of literature is the study of life. Yes. Right. So I can talk about every topic. That's why I was an English major. In the books. Amen. I love it. I Thanks love for it. making sense of my life. <laughs> I always joked that I was an imposter English major because I didn't really <laughs> love reading all the time and I didn't love writing. And I had awesome English major friends that were passionate about it. And I always felt like, meh. Whatever. You just like to go and talk. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's that's I was like, And you I, talk in English class. That's exactly and you get points for it. Yes. I said I could go – I liked math and science and all that, but I said then you just go and work and leave. I said, but English classes, you go and you talk. And so that's why yes. – that's what drew me into it. But what kept me in it was my dad told me that a woman – she was like a high-up person um, on the Army base we lived at. And she said most CEOs are like liberal arts majors because they think outside the box. So that stuck with me that intriguing. I kind of wanted to have this general – field of knowledge and and kind of learn to be a critical thinker and question things. And then I thought I could kind of work my way or rather BS my way into <laughs> any field, you know. And I just read something recently. It was a guy um, – it was just like a conversation between people on Facebook. But he said that there needs to be more focus on liberal, liberal arts for kids in addition to the other things because they need to, you know, yes. expand and – can I just throw in a plug? If you still have young kids, play – well, all the way up, but play games. Oh, yeah. Playing games, problem solving, all this idea about cooperative learning yeah. and working in groups, play games. What kind of games? What Monopoly. Oh, oh. That Monopoly. Can, I know. Monopoly can cause some family drama. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And your child learns how to work through that. They learn how mm. to regulate their emotions and interact with others and barter. Mm. I'll trade you boardwalk for yeah. Marvin Gardens, right? Nice. Working out those skills. Yes. But also the math skills and problem solving and uh, risk, taking risk. Oh, yeah. Right? Should I spend my money on that piece of property to develop it, Ooh. even though I'm almost out of money, mm. in hopes that people will land? Right. Oh, it's almost gambling. It's mm. crazy. Well, but isn't that how businesses yeah. businesses are a gamble? Yeah. yeah. So it's those healthy risks. Yeah. Learning. Oh, yes. And the boundaries. Yeah. Mm -hmm. kind of and the boundaries. Out. Yes. Within yeah. games are just amazing. Yeah. I grew up playing cards, like, and. But Boulder Dash, Pictionary, yeah, Apples to Apples, the whole shebang. We play a game called Dominion. It's super nerdy. Do it. It's oh, fun. Tell, Find give it. us a quick, what's the third Oh, I can't even. Uh, they're cards and uh -huh. they say things on them. 
you get it's action by cleanup every turn. I don't. I can't even. Oh, but I'm gonna have to. Google the goal it. Google is it, to get ten victory points, but you have to buy all these things and you do action and then. But each turn is fairly quick, and you oh. can have a lot of people play, and that's big for us, big family, and we get oh, together and yes. play games and. Yeah, we like Dominion. We like Settlers of Catan. Anyone play that one? Or Catan, if I don't know how it's supposed to be said. I say Catan, but other people say Catan. You say tomato, I say say tomato. tomato. But play games with your children. I like that. It will make them better people. Yes. I always joke, so I grew up playing cards and getting yelled at a lot during card games by the distance, um, Mm -hmm. by like the great uncles and stuff. If you're taking too long, you get yelled at. (laughs) And it's kind of one of those things my my parents didn't yell at me, you know, Mm -hmm. but it was good being yelled at by someone else (laughs) because it kind of, it built up that tolerance that nowadays if I get yelled at, I'm like, uh, slow your roll. Like, come on. I, I can I've handle I've developed this. a thicker skin for Yeah. That. I grew up playing cards with my family. So, um, you can't hurt. Yeah. Can't I can, I can handle this being yelled at thing. Um, but it didn't damage me as a person cause I was not yelled at too often. So we still never did a clever wrap up. No, I've got it. Don't okay, worry, girl. Do I have got bring, you. Bring me home. Cause, because oh, also Jeremy, go back and delete every time I said like. Got me. (laughs) Wouldn't that be cool? Could someone, maybe it already exists, a computer program that automatically takes out it? Because that would be so good. They would be a millionaire. I heard myself every time I said it and I couldn't stop. I know. It just happens. I'm sorry, audience. Please love me anyway. Because I need love. I need, I mean, did you hear us in our need for approval? (laughs) I know. I think about that. I'm like, I'm very out there. I let the cool card go, but I still need you to love me. Yes. I need you to tell me that it's okay (laughs) that I let my cool card down. Um, Okay. So since the first podcast, because we've done so many now, I love them. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You. Words of affirmation. Oh my gosh. What made you think to say that to me? Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Okay. So we are, I'm, This know, is why I come because we just pat each other on the back. It's I love so you. great. No, I love you. It's you're an, great. I'm addicted great. to it. I'll be back. You can't like stop me. Drug. Um, if you don't like me, sorry, audience. Sorry, I'm coming back. This is happening. I make it. I force it. <laughs> so you will it. Um, okay. So the wrap up, um, the wrap up questions right now that I'm starting are, oh. Any nice. recommendations? Like, and so I used to say book recommendations, mm-hmm. but with, um, I'm starting to say things like anything. Is there right, a right. show you watch? Is there, oh, we could even say a drink you like to order. Like, <laughs> what is just something that you're like, someone needs to know about this? I mentioned it earlier, and I'll mention it again that Simon Sinek's The Problem with Millennials, you can YouTube it. Okay. So good, really valuable. But at the end of it, I do give the little spiel and I want people to have it in mind. He kind of gives a bleak outlook for our millennials, like best case scenario, Mm -hmm. they'll live a life that's just meh instead of ever experiencing true joy. Mm. But I am a firm believer in that you can change your trajectory at any point. Yes. And it's never too late. And there's always hope for a life full of joy. Right. So good. So and. I give my students that spiel and like, oh. oh, I love you guys. You can do better. And I believe you can have a fulfilling, meaningful life. Yes. Just put your damn phone away. Yes. Oh, no, I said damn. I love it. That's nothing. That's nothing. We've said We talked worse. about this first We've episode. I'm a pastor who swears. Yes, and I love it. It I love Jesus, but I swear. Isn't yes. that a meme or something? Yes, and I love it, and it brings me Jesus, joy. That brings me joy because I, <laughs> I have been, I have been known to drop a curse word or two yes. in my life. So I love that. Okay, last question. Okay, bring it. What conversation do you either want to start and or stop having, and not necessarily related to the topic 
does actually could be totally not related. I'm going to keep it related because it's on my mind the school yes. year and I've yes. kind of I kind of mentioned it during the podcast also. Yeah. I want to stop the conversation of what's wrong in education just mm-hmm. for a bit, just for like a bit. not totally Not that we're going to not solve. I want to stop focusing on what's wrong and start focusing on what can we do. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Instead of just the circle of the this is what's wrong. This is what's wrong. This was good. Mm-hmm. We all see it. Let's just start discussing solutions. solutions. That's my new and it's not new. I've done it before and then I forget and then I come back. I, I get bogged down in the negativity and yeah. I just like glom onto it and become a terrible person. You're not a terrible and person. And then yeah. I say, wait a minute, where's my center? Yeah. Where's my identity come from? Mm-hmm. All right, let's go back to that. Oh, when I know that, I can live with joy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's live with joy and spread joy instead yes. of vomiting negativity everywhere I yes. go. Yes, yes. So that's Wisdom. my. I'm stopping my negativity. So the com- I don't know the conversation, yeah. the negative side yeah. of the conversation, wanna, and I just want to yeah. stop the complaining, start the solving. Yeah. Yeah, working so solutions. That's, I love that. That's what that's my goal. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming again. Thank you for I having me again. It. I'm getting ready to go cheer for Inter Squad. Inter- Who do you cheer for? Because they're all on the same team. <laughs> Only my child. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. I mean, this is the one game where I get to be selfish and just be like, go baby, which is um, fun because yeah. he's a gigantic yeah. sophomore. I know you don't think sophomore gigantic, but he's like, yeah. oh, I said like again. Okay. He's six foot one, 190 one. pounds of muscle. And I'm out there going, go baby. Good baby. job, baby. That's my son. That's my sweet boy. Yeah, that's my little boy. Oh, so cute. Oh. And he's he is cute, but he's got a crazy beard right now. And a beard? Yes. A sophomore and, with a beard? Oh yeah. He's he's That's such so a man. Crazy. Hercules, Hercules. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I do all the time. I'm like, look at my man. What oh. happened? He's a man. Oh. And my husband laughs at me every time. Yes. You sound ridiculous. I've seen pictures of him and it. I did not think he was a sophomore. I thought he was no, older. He he's definitely a baby looks, still. Yeah. He's wow. still my baby. But yeah, he's all grown and he grew his hair out. It's hilarious. He looks like, um, do you watch Stranger Things? We haven't seen this last Steve season. Steve yes. from Stranger Things. Yes. That whole hair action going on. Steve. Oh, oh, that Steve. I was thinking of the, the guy who was the jerk the season we've seen and I think ends up something bad happening with him this mm. new season, but I haven't seen it yet. The one that has the <laughs> mullet. I was like, oh, please no don't mullet. tell me your no son mullet. has a mullet. He's just got like the... Feathery, yeah. long oh, nice. hair. It did curl nicely in the back now, though, oh. which was the whole point of growing it out. He wanted to see if it would turn curly or not because my husband's hair is straight, straight, straight. And then when it gets to a certain length, all of a sudden it's curl city. Wow. And Caleb's does the same. So Fun facts for people who don't know us. Oh, now everyone's <laughs> going to be like, I have to Google a picture of that. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I will send you. Oh, that's so good. We can put a picture on yes, it and people I'll, can see it. Mm-hmm. And I'll also send you one of my husband's hair that was long, beautiful curls at our wedding. What? He had Everyone long curly hair at your wedding? Everyone loves that. Everyone loves that picture because he now has the like oh. short, short hair. We'll put her face on. Yeah. Yes. Can we get me on there? I love that you put your oh. face over the picture of my husband. No. People who have not seen this need to see it. Go back. Check out and our original podcast. And please understand 
that that is a picture of me with my husband and Samantha's face over it. Yeah. That is not That's Samantha. Not me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not me. I I asked you before I posted, I'm like, is your husband okay with me posting this? Oh, he thought it was hilarious. He has a good sense of humor. Yeah. I just wanted a picture of us together because we didn't take it the first time. So I was like, I have a picture with every other guest. I want a picture of us. So I'm solution oriented. I wasn't going to sit and cry about it. I feel like we should not have taken a picture together today and and you should have done it again. Photoshopped another and seen how many Photoshop (laughs) pictures we can do. Maybe one with the curly hair. Maybe I'll do one of Photoshopping your husband's body over my body from today's picture oh that would be funny that just gets too much down the that's a lot of it's a lot of photoshop effort but yeah i think you'll do about anything for a laugh i that's pretty true as long as it's appropriate as long as it's appropriate and even sometimes i'm sure i push the (laughs) boundary and you know whatnot so makes life fun i'll pay for it one day but thank you for coming again you're awesome you're incredible i can't wait till we do this again me too thank you listeners you guys are great too yay we love you (laughs) Okay, so I was laying in bed last night and I was like, Bertram's back. All right, everybody. (laughs) And then I had a whole. I feel like that's my new theme song. I had a whole thing and I was like, Is she original? Yeah. Is she spiritual? Yeah. This is why I come. Yeah, I had a whole song in my head. It's not so I can talk, (laughs) it's so I can listen to you. Okay, great. But I was like, well, listen to the other episodes because I was like, that's because it was the first one. So we did, you know. Right. And then she gave me a pep talk about needing to take feedback. Like it was like, <laughs> which was good. It was all, she used to be my like mentor with business. So it was all good. You were, you were good. You were it was all like, helpful stuff. But I was like, oh, I need to just, if someone says that, be like, okay, great. Not try to say like, explain it, you know. So that's um, what we're always telling our youngest. When we give you correction, we don't need you to explain. We just need you to say, okay. Okay. And I do that with my own kids. And yet when it was happened to me, I was like, but did you listen to the other ones? Because I feel like that was kind of a one-time thing. And I told Jeremy about it. And I think it's – what I said was true, but it's like I needed to just receive it. And then if she, you know – Happened to hear the others. Then she would either say, oh, yeah, it got better. Or she would say, no, it still happened. And I was like, oh, I need to take that correction then. Like, right. So good learning. Taking correction is hard. I know. It's I get. So I give hard. them such a hard time. But then I'm like mm. – Because I want to be like, no, I'm right. I'm right. And I hate being wrong. It I'm a ruiner. That's what I, I do. Things. Mm. That's what I do. It's in my bio. <laughs> I ruin things. That should be my bio. I ruin. Really things. good at ruining things. <laughs> what? You're great. <laughs> but then apologizing. Yeah. I'm a. I'm good at apologizing. Yeah. Girl, you sincere remorse. Only when I really feel it. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask a question, but you ruined it. I'm sorry. What was the question? I'm kidding. Probably, <laughs> actually, I thought See, he was, genuine apology. I know. Yeah. I thought he was serious because he can't. If no. I no, interrupt him, I'm he never no. Oh, he was so just away. playing with our ruining. Oh, I was right though stuff. with the with the good listener, and you said huh? what? You wanted us so bad. What? 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 I I'm kid sorry you not. I wasn't listening. But then, because I point out that in my classroom, when I'm like, I'm saying this 15 times because someone will still ask a mm-hmm. question, the exact thing I've just said 15 times. So the fun of pointing that out is that when the kid does ask it, the whole class goes, oh. <laughs> 
I was thinking shame. Yes. Point. Shame. You are and the they, one. They do. Loser. They're like they get into it. They're, she said that fifteen times, and she said that someone would still not listen. And you're the one. You're the, you're the one. Idiot. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> Don't be an idiot. <laughs> Oh, so lovely. Okay, what's your question, Oh, honey? so you guys were talking about being nice. Yes. And, you know, hearing conversations and how we speak to other people. Yes. Yes. What about how we speak to Alexa? Oh, yeah. Are you guys mean to Alexa? No, we're not. No, no, no. No, we had this whole conversation. We say, please do this. Please do that. Because <laughs> their kids were younger. Was She's it- listening right now. She is, she is oh listening. Gosh, oh my gosh. Details about <laughs> We're going to get advertisements based on yes. what we said today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. Um, no, it was, do we have it last summer we got it? But we, we were even saying to each other, we, you kind of are like, do this, do that. And we are like, you know, our kids are listening to this. So we should say like, please, this, yeah, thank please you. that. That's good. Yeah. To Alexa. To yeah. Alexa. I am a little annoyed because I talked to Siri way before I talked to Alexa. We right. just got on board with Alexa about um, a month ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But with Siri, I didn't like that I'd have to say, hey, Siri, thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Because I want to just say thank you after oh, she does yeah. whatever it is that I say to do. I just want to yes. go, thanks. Right. But yeah. not, And then it's dumb to say, hey, Siri, thank you. Mm-hmm. Because. Alexa, thank you. Yeah. And we don't always <laughs> sure. say, we don't say, like, we don't care if she has a response back or anything. It's just right. more, we realize that we were getting in the habit of just do this, do that. Alexa, turn it up. Yeah. So we just started, please yeah. turn it up. Cause... Right. And I, I would really like the kids to get into the habit of saying please, please and, thank and thank you. you. Yeah. Jeremy's hardcore about the pleases. and Oh, can I just tell you? My favorite students, not that I have favorites, because I don't. You do, but there's you just do. that one. <laughs> They're all my favorites. Um, the kids who, as they're leaving the room, they say, Thank you, Mrs. Bertram. Mm. It just warms my heart. And I think yeah. it's a southern thing because when I taught in New York, kids didn't say thank, thank you leaving you. the classroom. Yeah, but in Virginia, they do, and it's not all of them, mm-hmm. but it really. It's such a small thing, and I know it's mm. maybe just out of habit for them, but for me, it's like, oh, you're yeah. welcome. Because kids don't realize how much energy and effort yeah. you put into yeah. that hour and 15 minutes that you spend together. Yeah. And I know younger kids, it's much longer, and God bless those teachers. I could never do – people Amen. are like, how did you do middle school? And I'm like, how do you do elementary oh. school? I could not. Amen. I love I teachers. could not. I love, I love middle school. Oh. I have high energy – 45 minutes to an hour and 15 minutes, depending on the school. And then I get a new batch of fun. Elementary teachers, they've got those same kids all day. And those kids are so needy. Like, thank you, teachers of elementary students. You are gifts from God. And I don't know how you do it. Middle school is fun. High school is fun. High school is a blast. Middle school was really fun. High school, maybe more fun. I don't know. I have mixed feelings. I I love both. And I think that elementary teachers that love elementary would say, oh my gosh, I can never do high school. So there's something I I think in each person. They're gifted. Operate in your gift. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Do what you were made to do, which is basically what it says in Romans 12, which I just preached on last Sunday. Dang, girl. Mm. Get Mm. it. Yeah. Get it. Romans 12, be you. Stay in your lane. (laughs) Like we were just talking about that with this... um, be who God made you to be. Yes. Not be you to be a selfish jerk. Be yeah, you to work in the community to yes. best serve yeah. where you fit. Yep. 
Yes. Read Romans 12 in the message. It will just blow your mind. It's the best. Oh, write that down. You got to read it in the message. Romans 12, the message. Yeah, the message version. It's just so good. Because I'm reading everything in the message this year. Oh, yeah. I'm really enjoying it. I also skipped doing the Old Testament this year. Really enjoying that. (laughs) (laughs) All of Bible is God inspired and good for instruction. But yeah. sometimes I need a break from the Old Testament. Yeah, I think that's I okay. I just do. Because I try to read the Bible every year. But some years, I just read the New Testament. Yeah. <laughs> some years, yeah. we just take a break. It may be because I see too much of myself in the Israelites. Mm. Oh, convicting. True. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you're like, oh, you idiots. How are you not thankful after everything he's done? Oh. Oh. Dang. Oh, you idiots. How do you yeah. doubt that he's going to do that after everything he's done? Oh, it's don't been be an like idiot. two weeks. How have you forgotten that? <laughs> right? It's been two hours. And How then, have you forgotten and that? Then don't we make do it. raven images, but uh, you forgot about that. <laughs> don't so be an simple. idiot. That's, is that one of God's rules? I'm sorry. Don't were, you listening? were you listening? Were you what? listening? What? Were you listening? What? <laughs> oh, I got you. Did I get you me. for real? Oh, yes. that's amazing. <laughs> Yes. That's that's one of our things is it's always said. So if we actually get each other with it, it's mm-hmm. very satisfying. I'm waiting for the day when the kids pull it out and I'll be like. Uh, Connor has already. Oh, has he? God, oh. Yeah. God, it's very advanced humor, that boy. And that's a wrap for now. Thanks for listening to Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle. Music provided by twinmusicom.org. Song titled Night at the Dance Hall. Sound editing by me, Jeremy Spittle. A special thanks to our studio sponsor, MM Exteriors. Visit their website at mmexteriors.com for all of your roofing, siding, and gutter needs in the Northern Virginia area. Visit our website at flushingitout.com and be sure to subscribe. This has been a Spitfire production. That was the greatest thing I've ever heard.